Hey Palmetto Shores and welcome back to our small group resources. Today we're going to be starting chapter 7 and looking at verses 1 through 31. But to start off, I just want to start off by reading uh, verses 1 through 13. It says, After this Jesus went about in Galilee. He would not go about in Judea because the Jews were seeking to kill him. Now the Jews' feast of booths was at hand. So his brothers said to him, Leave here and go to Judea, that your disciples may also see the works you are doing. For no one works in secret if he seeks to be known openly. If you do these things, show yourself to the world. For not even his brothers believed in him. Jesus said to them, My time has not yet come, but your time is always here. The world cannot hate you, but it hates me because I testify about it, that its works are evil. You go up to the feast. I am not going up to this feast, for my time has not yet come fully. After saying this, he remained in Galilee. But after his brothers had gone up to the feast, then he also went up, not publicly, but in private. The Jews were looking for him at the feast and saying, Where is he? And there was much muttering about him among the people, while some said, He is a good man. Others said, No, he is, a, he is leading people astray. Yet for fear of the Jews, no one spoke openly of him. So first, we see that the Feast of Booths is at hand. Um, if there's one thing we know about Jewish culture, it's that they love to celebrate and they reflect a lot on events from their history. The Feast of Booths, uh, if you had to compare it to anything we have here in our context in Myrtle Beach or North America, it'd be having a week-long version of Thanksgiving. Uh, this feast is significant to the Jews because it's a remembrance of God taking care of them while they were roaming in the wilderness um, after leaving Egypt. And this celebration is so that they would remember that God is the one that carried them and sustained them through that, and that he provided for them during this time uh, before they even entered into the promised land. So just like most holidays, we gather with family and we spend time with each other, and uh, Jesus was doing the same thing as, uh, as we see him having this conversation with his brothers in Galilee. Now some of you may be able to connect with Jesus more than ever uh, just in this passage. Uh, Jesus was with his family, and they were mocking him because they didn't believe Jesus. They didn't believe who he was. And so they mocked him and uh, made these uh, comments about him. So have you ever been around family or with people that you love the most and they just don't understand your life? They don't understand your faith. Um, you're just being obedient and living your life for the Lord. And uh, the only response you can get from loved ones sometimes is some mocking or some pushback. Uh, what we learn from Jesus' response, though, is important. Uh, what he says, what he's saying here in verse six to seven, is true for all believers' lives as well. That the world is going to hate us because we're too. We are also testifying uh, that there's something wrong with the world. That the world is evil. And uh, where do we live? We live in the world. So when you speak bad about something that you're in, uh, you're you're going to get pushback from it. So um, just like if you went to a sports event and you sat in the opposing team side, uh, wearing your own team gear. Uh, chances are you're going to get some funny looks, you're going to get heckled, you're going to, you know, people are going to say things um, that might hurt you, but, or be hurtful to you, but they're not necessarily hackling you as a person, they're just making jabs at your team. So bringing that back to, you know, a Christianity standpoint, the world doesn't push us back, they're pushing God back. Uh, they aren't rejecting us uh, because we can't offer them thing, any, anything anyway. Uh, they're hating God, they're rejecting God and pushing him away because the world is evil and that's all that they know. And so as we get down further into the passage, Jesus is responding to some of this pushback from uh, those Jews at the festival as Jesus eventually makes it there. And uh, in his response, he brings up Moses. And this is a pretty highly relevant and sensitive topic for them in their hearts right now because 
uh, as they're celebrating the festival of Boos, um, this was during Moses' time uh, as they were wandering in the desert or in the, in the wilderness. And um, as they're looking back at God's provision over their lives, um, this would have been a topic they would have on their mind and their hearts. And so as well, Jesus reveals the contradiction in their own life that uh, they accept circumcision on the Sabbath, but uh, if somebody got healed on the Sabbath, then they would seek to kill him. And so uh, it doesn't make sense for them to uh, come at Jesus to try to kill him for something that they see as wrong when you know they're doing something very similar or doing work as well on the Sabbath. And so as we conclude the passage today, this last verse 31 says, Yet many of the people believed in him. They said, When this Christ appears, will he do more signs than this man has done? So this is really what it's all about, that despite many still rejecting the gospel, there were still many who accepted it. And so despite the pushback and the hate, uh, when the gospel is proclaimed obediently, the seeds will fall and God will grow them in his own time. This is just a great encouragement uh, that we're not the ones who do anything. We don't proclaim anything of ourselves, but we proclaim the gospel. Just like earlier when we said that there's nothing in us to offer this world, all we can offer is what God has given us. And so when we overflow that in our life um, to others, the only thing we can give people is that the opportunity to hear the gospel, to share God's word. And the results are up to us. They're not up to anything we can do, but all it's all God who grows those seeds and brings people to, people to himself. And as a people who continue to marvel at this, uh, they can't even fathom someone to come and do more than what Jesus did. And we only get a glimpse of a little bit of what he's done here in scripture, but we know that if we had a collection of all that Jesus did, it wouldn't even be contained in one book. So I hope you are um, really going to enjoy this passage today. I'm going to leave it here and let your groups uh, continue digging in. And I hope you all have a great discussion and we'll talk to you next time.